Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. So excited to have Barry Hilton, South African stand-up comedian, actor, television personality, and motivational speaker on the show today. Barry, welcome. Lovely to have you on the show. Well, thank you very much. I'm pretty honored. Thank you. Well, thank you, Barry. Yeah, you know, I must say, I've loved the videos. I've loved watching you. I couldn't imagine anyone else doing what you did. And the question is, Barry, why the DL link? What, what, what's the connection? Why, why is it so important to you? Have you ever spoken on the phone to Michelle? <laughs> tell us, Barry. <laughs> t- t- tell us how persuasive our wonderful Michelle, Michelle is. She's so persuasive. She would probably get a car guard to give her money back. <laughs> no, she's great. She, My, when she uh, sets her sights on something, I know she gets it. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. My, my, my mum and my brother, unfortunately, both succumbed to cancer. And, uh, no, it's part of the gig, you know, that's what happens. A cancer, I, if I do any charities, my, the first yes is always to cancer. Um, I do a thing also for testicular cancer because that can be a pain in the, but I won't tell you that yeah. now. <laughs> um, but so a terrible thing. I saw my brother fade away. I saw my mum. It's crap. So. When Michelle phoned me up and said to me, you know, Barry, can you help? So I did. So because she's just so passionate, because she also has had a tragedy about it. You know, that's how it started. This whole thing started with Michelle. So she's talking from the front line. So how can you not say no to something like that? Unfortunately, what happens when now we're probably going to get inundated, but now my cousin's uncle has got a missing thumb. Can you do that? So, we, you know, you have to be very careful on, on whom you choose. And whatever, mm-hmm. and the DL link is a huge effort by a lot of people, and clearly, especially from the Jewish community. And um, I said yes immediately because why not? Yeah. People- <clears throat> so, so Barry, I mean, losing your mother, losing your brother, seeing this journey, this hard challenge, the struggle, and yes. you know, you all being a family and being there for one another, and then being introduced to the DL link and just you know, the work that they do, um, sure. you know, having walked your journey and seen what they offer, what were your thoughts when you came across them and, and got a sense of what they do for these cancer warriors and their you know, families? I was completely, completely blown away when we went to Sandringham to the DL office. And then I actually got the grasp of what these people are actually doing. You think, wow, you know, it, it's a charity that actually cares for people during and after their cancer treatment, not just, okay, here's some money, you know, don't struggle. They help kids. They send people presents, cakes. They, they make people smile. I think the deal, the deal in the way that she does it with Michelle is just a fantastic organization. And the scary part about it is you don't uh, seem to realize how many people suffer from cancer. It is frightening. So kudos to Michelle. 
Yeah, absolutely, Barry. Um, so when Michelle, I don't know if you came up with the idea or maybe perhaps uh, Michelle came up with the idea with this whole idea of the money heist and you going and accosting certain people. Um, how, what was the experience like? And also, you know, some of the team that were with you were people who have experienced firsthand the DR link and are cancer warriors. So maybe you can just tell us a little well, bit about that. Mis- the start, there was a misconception from the start that because I'm Lebanese, I'm used to stealing money. <laughs> so, and, and that's wrong on two fronts because I, I'm not Lebanese. So, but I, I, I associate with people. Now it was just fun, you know, we went to the people's houses and we did this thing and, and people were, were like really cruel, cool. And they, they all realized it was a serious thing that we're doing and they all piled in. It was really great. It's quite amazing how, um, you know, we, we, everybody has differences of X, Y, and Z, but when something touches everybody's heart, they put aside all of those differences and put aside the things and they go together to create something, which I think is, is wonderful. And maybe society in itself should take a, take a leaf out of the DL link because they don't care who you are. They just want to help you. And I think yeah. that's great. The, yeah. the opportunity for me to help other other human beings who are will probably never meet and they probably won't even know who I am. It, it's just an honor for me that they wanted me to do it. They could have asked somebody else, you know, but they said, yeah. "Will you do it, Barry?" Maybe because I was cheaper. I think I'm not too sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with that, Barry. You have no, been amazing. It's a nothing to do with that. It's just great, and I just. Because, I mean, Michelle, wow, man, she should have been a general or something. Maybe in a past life she was a general because, <laughs> yeah, we're going to take that hill, troops. Let's go. Yeah. Nobody says no. We just go. And I think yeah. she's so – she's the massive driving force behind it. But isn't it sad that her driving force is from her sadness? Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's so, anybody out there that's got people suffering – Trust me, it's it's not lacquer. I've been there. I actually got through it with humor, you know. Can I tell you a true story? Yes, please. My brother was in hospice, and I was working in Durban. I was about to do a huge show in Durban, and I got a phone call backstage. And my brother said to me, Barry, um, I need you to come and see me as soon as possible because the doctor said I haven't got long. What should I do? And because I'm a comedian, I think I said to him, you haven't got long. Commit fraud because the judge will give you nine years. So, so <laughs> my brother cried with laughter and I cried with laughter. And I said to him, I love you, but I'll see you soon as. And as I'd finished that joke with my boot and all that stuff, you know, we, between my brother and I, they, they announced me on stage. Ladies and gentlemen, Barry Hilton. And I actually walked on stage after putting the phone down to my brother. I walked on stage and that was like, horrific for me but the show must go on you know Mm. so i did it and i held my tears back for a good 75 90 minutes and i came off stage and i just wept because i used my butch you know but it shows how life goes on you you can't say okay okay sorry guys my brother's not well i'm not doing the show you can't do that you have to create and i don't think people i don't think people who are suffering from this terrible disease want other people to say okay stop everything and look after me now you know, I don't think they are. They are, That's why they're called warriors. They're fighting for their survival. And luckily, they've got soldiers from the DL link that are just there making a plan. 
I think I'm yeah. going to cry. No, oh, yeah, but it's so true, Barry. And sure, to to speak to your brother and then have to go on stage, on stage. and tell jokes, you know, and make other people laugh. Yeah. Wow, that you must have, be you know incredibly what it's, challenging. And you know what? I, I actually use it. I've got a I've got a platform called Talk Funny that I teach people how to create humor. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I tell them how to use humor, how to use the worst things in life, and create turn it around and make it funny because. When I when I tell that story about my brother, that's how I remember him with a laugh. Mm, you know, yeah, so like yeah. my, one of my favorite lines is, "I lost my brother twelve years ago," and people go like, "Oh," and I say, "Look, he's not dead. He's got Alzheimer's. We took him to checkers. We just can't find out." <laughs> so, and then people come to me afterwards and say, "Are you mocking people with Alzheimer's?" I say, "No, actually, I'm honoring my brother oh. because I love my butt." And they go like, "Oh, okay." I said, "There we go." Then, I mean, how said, often? No, no, you carry on. I don't want to interrupt. Somebody actually asked me once because I'm a comedian. You know, we try, even though we suffer with sadness, we've got a lot of pain in our lives, comedians as well. Somebody said to me, why would you want to talk about Alzheimer's? And I immediately said, sorry, what are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Then they realized it was, I was making light of the terrible thing because a couple of my friends have died from Alzheimer's. It's terrible. Yeah. Disease in itself is terrible. So I don't know. We we must all, I think every day, if you can do something to help somebody in a positive way, then you, you sort of, you've got another karma dollar, as I call them, you know, you're looking yeah. after. I think that's and, great. A, a great insight, Barry. And I just, you know, we, yeah. we see that when, when the, when there are difficult circumstances, when awful things happen, it's kind of like a default for a lot of people to find the humor in it, to be able to talk about it in a way and make light of it. You know, some people find Absolutely. that offensive, but most people, it's a coping mechanism. It's, otherwise sh- times are tough, right? Yeah. Nobody must tell me that I can't make a joke about my wit. Because mm-hmm. I remember, can I give you an example? I'm, I don't, you must have lost somebody in your life somewhere along the line. When you talk about that person, do you sit and cry or do you talk about the funny things that happened? You mm-hmm. talk about funny things that happened because you, then you have fonder memories of what they achieved, not what they, what they went through, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Absolutely. Uh, Barry, Barry, um, I just want to, you know, just talking about bringing humor into things and which is why you were such a fantastic face and voice for the DL Link and for this drive. You went along to Discovery Bank, um, to the CEO. Tell us a little bit about that experience. Well, it was actually quite surreal because the first time in my life I've gone to see a a CEO and I've seen him actually not the secretary or the PA. So it's quite, and the guy, you know, I, I spoke to this chap, uh, I'm, I'm the worst with names, so don't worry about that. Hilton, we, Hilton. Yeah, it was Hilton. Oh yes, with a Y. Yes. Hilton with a Y. Yeah. With a Y. He just wanted to give so much and he realized, I mean, they're a massive bank. They're just brilliant people. But actually when you get to see the people one on one, you realize that they're not really different from you all. They just mm-hmm. want to obviously make a living, but they also have a heart. And I thought the way Discovery opened up everything to us, it was brilliant. It was really great. It's a massive building, but they've got 12 people working there. I don't understand. I know. Because, if yeah. I mean, most people are working from home. But a lot of people are there being vaccinated, Barry. Would you, yes, did you now, have to go through the whole sanitizing temperature? Did you oh have to go my, through everything? You know what? I've got so much alcohol on my hands nowadays <laughs> from sanitizing. 
<laughs> they go to these meetings on Thursdays and say, hi, I'm Barry. I'm Barry's hands. We're alcoholics. <laughs> I know. Every time I sanitize, sanitize. It's like contrary to the rule. My poor 11 year old boy is saying, please, man, I've, I don't have to wash my hands after this until I'm 97. <laughs> And you know, you don't want to eat something where you have to lick your fingers because it tastes so bitter. Have you noticed? You can wash your hands 10 oh. times afterwards and there's this residue of bitterness, <clears throat> a bitter taste. So yeah. these are, these are called the COVID challenges, but let's talk about a little bit about Barry Hilton. You know, you started off, you were an electrician by yes, trade. 30 years ago, and then you decided to years. try your hand. 38. Yeah. I've been a professional comedian for 38 years. Oh, that's unbelievable. Wow, Barry. Wow. Yeah. Were you I, always I, a funny guy? Yeah, I was funny in school, and I, 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 I learned very quickly that funny got me exempt from bullies. I would uh, attack bullies when they attacked me. I remember once in, in junior school, I was in the UK, funny enough, guy said to me, are you from Africa? They had no idea. You know what I'm saying? I was a baby. I was seven or eight years old. The guy said to me, your, your hair is very curly. This must be a nightmare for you. I said, not really. I want to go to the barber shop and um, let, make him work for his money. And then I looked at this guy and I said to him, but you, your hair is so straight. You could cut it off and your mother could put it in your spaghetti dish. And the guy didn't know what to say. He just had, because I embarrassed him so much. Uh-huh. He had to laugh. End of bullying. So yeah. from then I thought, hold oh, on, I can use this. And that's what I did. But I never had a massive amount of friends. I had a select few friends who I would joke with because naturally you won't believe this, but naturally I'm actually very shy. Um, but I decided really? I didn't speak to my parents for two years. For your first two years, not a word. <laughs> I used it. So when I, when I was growing up, I used to use humor to, to talk to girls, to chat this, to get myself out of trouble when I was a terrible young electrician apprentice. Then I would use humor everywhere. Then I used to play. I remember just before I turned pro, we were playing football. It was like just fun football we played on Sundays. And I would sit in the, in the change room before the game and do five minutes of comedy. And, uh, everybody was in a good move and we go out. And then they kept on saying to me, Barry, you should, really, you should actually do this because I gave them new stuff all the time, all the time, all the time. And then I, uh, I took the, I took the plunge, you know, that's like scary. You, you in the business, you in the business. So you understand what it's like. You, your whole career is dependent on somebody saying, wow, that person's very good. I want to hear yeah. them again. Mm-hmm. So it's something that you have to do and you get knocked down so many times. It's frightening. But I think when you, when you have a, a, a passion like I have for comedy, it's not a job. It's not, it's, it's a calling, isn't it? You know, yeah. you have to do it. So you accept, you sort of subconsciously accept all the nonsense that you're going to get because it's tough and it's very lonely on the road and it's, it's hard, you know? So, but you do it as a comedian. I did, and I, Joe, I've done over 5,000 shows. 5,000 yeah. shows. Barry, that's yeah. incredible. 5,000 shows, 38 years. And after the break, we're going to take a quick break. I want to talk about what you're doing because you said you teach people to talk funny and the other things that you do. And I, I, I love the idea of having workshops and getting together and learning yes. how to be funny to turn things around because I'll tell you, we need more laughter. We, especially during these times, 
I want to laugh more. Barry, let's take a break. And I want to hear yes. how you've taken all of this incredible experience and everything and what you're offering people. So a quick break and we'll be right yes. back. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. And if you've just tuned in, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. I have the wonderful Barry Hilton, who's been the face and the voice behind the charity event, the DL Link charity event this year. He's been incredible. Um, and, um, 38 years as a professional comedian and just over 5,000 shows, Barry. So quickly before we say goodbye, because I know that you've, you've been given incredible awards. You've been on the same circuit as John Cleese and B- Billy Connolly, um, Bob Monkhouse. I mean, that is huge. So now yes. you've decided to sort of, you know, share how you are funny and why it's important. Tell very quickly, <laughs> tell us about talk funny. Okay, very I'll do the advert. Okay. Do I the say. advert, Barry. Go for it. Have you got a minute? Actually, 60 minutes. Because if you've got 60 minutes, I can give you a life skill that will completely open doors for you and change your life for the better. If you want to talk funny, I'm the man. Okay. So what I do is I tell people, I show them the basics of comedy. I show them what I've done. I show them how I've used Comedy, when I sold my, when I still selling my No Connons Bride t-shirts. I don't know if you heard of those t-shirts. No Connons, it's all jokes about Brian. Okay. Uh-huh. Then I've got another platform called Cousin Approved, which is based on comedy that I, I review people's products. And now I thought, why not? Let me teach people how to do it because every, everybody can actually tell a joke. Everybody can tell a joke because a joke telling is a skill. A professional joke teller is a, is a talent, but anybody can tell one joke. So if people want to hear my talk funny or Join my class, pull in. I'm happy. I love it. I love it. And Barry, I can almost see workshops. I can see groups of people class? doing it. I love that. I love that groups of people can get together and, and create yes. humor. Yeah, I do it. In, I do it on a Zoom meeting, um, and I take ten students only. And the takeaway is they actually get a, a template from me that's been designed by me, an editable P, PDF file that they can actually uh, show them how to. How to structure a joke, and they and I haven't failed yet. Every single one of my students has in made not one, but two, three, or four jokes by the end of the session. So I'm really happy about that because life is better with a laugh. Absolutely, I couldn't I couldn't say that any better, Mr. Hilton. Toda Raba, which means thank you very much for everything, for being the voice, for being the face, for being so passionate, for pushing the community and everyone else to um, put their support financially, volunteering behind the DR link. Thank you. Thank you, Barry. We so appreciate okay. it. Before I go quickly, just tell Michelle, yes, I'll do it. Because I know <laughs> she's going to be up for something else just now. <laughs> Did you hear okay, that, Michelle? Listen, she's recorded it. And she's okay. going to hold you to it. I don't know why you just committed on radio, but anyway, that's your thing. <laughs> Take care and God bless, Barry. Thank you so much. Lovely having you on the show.